Hey guys, um, hope you're enjoying the podcast as always. Uh, obviously, I'm sure if you're following me on social, you know about this, but if you don't, I am doing Tea with Gary V. Uh, I've been doing it for about a month. It's been remarkable. Uh, if you're not following it, you're making a huge mistake. 9 a.m. Eastern time during this uh, crisis, we're doing some incredible stuff. Please check it out. Tea with Gary V. Live on all my social platforms every morning at 9 a.m. Twitter is definitely the place that you can't miss it. Uh, in general, I think if you're not following me on Twitter, it's a huge mistake. Gary V-E-E on Twitter. Check it out. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Started my life was kind of rough. I had an awful battle. The doctor set my parents down and said my life was fragile. Perspective is the game. I guarantee the name. Just put your head down, do the work, and everything will change. Sipping tea, help it feel. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Being patient, hell, the tricky, yeah, hey. being honest. Tea with Gary V. Put some positivity. Yeah. Oh boy, we are back. We are back, 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 back. This is uh, super exciting. It's a uh, super duper, 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 exciting. Just got a haircut. Feeling good about that. It, uh, it is uh, super rough to, um, to not uh, have the hair proper. It's good to be back. I missed all of you. Hope everybody is super duper well. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me. And let's... Uh, Let's see who's in here. It has been a minute. Tyson Heard, what's good? Marsh, good. I missed all of you, CJ. I missed you so much. Living Dead here, great to see you. Tracy, good to see you. Danielle Underwood, what's good? Marwa, good to see you. Please go to the link right now before we get into the show. Please go into the link and um, grab this link right now and share it, share it, share it. It's been a while and I want to get everybody going here. Um, I want to get everybody going here. I'm super excited. Dustin. Hello. <laughs> you and I both got haircuts. Yeah. Feels good, right? Yeah, I hate it. My bangs are so annoying. <laughs> feel like a human again. It's good to be back on the show. It's been like over two weeks. I think it's been like three and a half. Yeah, it's La- been a Last one was in like May. Is that true? I think so. All right, well, we are back. And it's time to get going. Let's get into the first guest. Cool. Happy we are back. Yo, what up, Gary? How's it going? What's good? How are you guys? It's early as shit for us in Los Angeles. So early. Um, I'm yeah. very impressed with the 6.03. I mean, what did you wake up at 5? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were just saying that the only time we're ever up as early is to go to the airport for tour. But no one's touring right now. There's no live shows right now. How are, how are you guys feeling with that? uh we're we're adapting i mean i think for us we're a little more bummed than anything because it was supposed to be like our probably like our coming big, out yeah like our biggest year touring we were doing like um europe again australia asia it was all sold out and now we're you know oh, yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> i get it i i um uh by the way if you don't know about the score there you go uh please follow these two incredibly attractive men um I get it. I had a whole bunch of speaking set up that I was super excited about, and um, and I just like being out there with the people, you know. Yeah, They're just part of my. It's part of my DNA. Yeah, we were out. We were out in Europe. Um, we were on like a sold out run in Europe, like right when the like COVID announcement came about. Everybody in Europe get your ass back to, you know. Uh, yeah, it sucks. We just played a show in Manchester. We're gonna do London. Then we're gonna do Kiev and Moscow, and then we we're gonna Kiev and then Moscow, and then we were like, "Well, I guess we're that's that's over with." So we've you, uh, gonna do, you were gonna do Kiev, forty minutes yeah. from where I, forty minutes from where I was born in Belarus. I like that. Oh yeah, uh, shout out my best friend Dimitri is a little Belarusian Jewish boy who loves the Jets and follows you religiously. So um, <laughs> That's amazing. Big shout out to Dimitri. We need to hook up and we sound like the same person. I love it. Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys have a question? Yeah. Uh, we wanted to ask you sort of about this. I mean, I think a lot of musicians are in a, in a strange place right now. The game has completely changed as a result of live shows not being possible. Um, and in some ways it's exciting because it changed the landscape. I think it presents an opportunity Mm-hmm. For, for things to shift and for smart people to, to change up the way they do business. Um, so if you were an artist right now, 
how what would you be doing to take advantage of this of this landscape right now? Yeah. Um, to me, I've been thinking about this kind of framework of like um, of community and how much it's been lost in the show. You know, words like authenticity and community and like there's so many words that just kind of like get used so often that they almost stop meaning anything. The, I mean, I would, I mean, I'm so crushed that I can't do tea with Gary Vee 24 hours a day. Because for me, the fact that I have another life besides Gary Vee doesn't let me do a lot of the things that I want to be doing. I mean, I would literally be with my fans 18 hours a day. Like 2011 to 2000, excuse me, 2007 to 2011, I replied to every email I was on Twitter, I was on Ustream, which was like this. Yeah. I mean, because the wine store was really running at that point, and mm -hmm. I was at a point where I was gonna open a second one, but instead I decided to do the Gary Vee thing, do the wine personality thing, and I still sit, like when COVID hit, Tea with Gary Vee came from this, like to me, I would literally, literally be live 24 hours a day, like trying to figure out how to engage with my audience 24 hours a day like every second that you can muster mm -hmm. in in engaging one-on-one -on -one with a fan is like the greatest deposit you'll ever put down and so there's two ways to do that there's the one-on-one -on -one game you know first i would go completely ham and build my TikTok out because it's just too music oriented right. like you could you could have the number one hit in the world because of TikTok, and that's fucking crazy you know, like if you really think about it, yeah. right? It's just completely, it's MTV on steroids, but there's no gatekeeper like there was on MTV, right? Right. But what I would probably do is spend somewhere in the ballpark of three to nine hours a day live engaging with fans, whether that means small acoustic, you know, concerts that only people could get into. Like I probably, I'm very, I love gamification and just having fun. So you know, and I like giving and getting. So, you know, it's kind of like doing a TikTok contest where you build up your TikTok platform because you realize it's strategic and then everybody who does a certain thing gets a code from you on TikTok on message to get into a private concert just for those people for three hours tonight. Sure. Yeah. You know, like you know, like like I would I would reply like crazy. Do you know how nuts people would get if you just literally DM them back? Yeah in video form to prove that it was you. Yeah. Like right now I'm crazy about sports cards and I joined a bunch of these Discord sports card chats and I go in and I start just talking fucking sports cards and nobody thinks it's actually me and so they have to make like the video and be like, it's me and they're like, yeah. take a picture with a peace sign. I'm like, hey. <laughs> you know, like, um, I think people really enjoy access and I think that if I were you, I would be doing one of two things creating music or engaging with fans and nothing else, literally nothing else. Yeah, I mean, all we're doing is we're, we're locked in our, um, our our dungeon, which is our studio every day, because we just finished our album and now we're already working on the next one because, I mean, we're not touring anytime soon. I'm telling you right now, deeper fans, understand why Grateful Dead, The Fish, Dave Matthews are who they are. It's deeper fans. A lot of these, a lot of, a lot of acts are amazing, but they, they're, depth with the fans like dwindles as the group or the individual grows because they stop having that time to go one-on-one -on -one. this is the right. greatest era for people to go one-on-one -on -one with their fans like this little pocket you literally can't do much besides create or engage i mean something that eddie and i talk about also is like getting past this idea that bands need to have a mystique around them in the stupidest, stupidest shit in the history of time. If it's forced, if you're just a weird introvert and it comes supernatural to you to have mystique because you're just that person, Lil Uzi Burt is just a super interesting kid. He is like a naturally introverted kind of character, and for him, it will work. That's why he loved Marilyn Manson, right? right. You know. But, but if you're doing it because your management or a band you looked up to said so, you're fucked. 
Everybody told me when I got into business that I would never succeed as a personal brand because I was giving away too much information for free. That nobody was gonna come to my talks and nobody was gonna pay for my shit because I put away everything, put out everything for free. Well, I keep putting it out for free and guess what? Every fucking winner that was bigger than me back then that told me is now so far behind me, they're not even in my fucking universe. Yeah, preach Gary, preach. <laughs> so, you know, if you're mystique, if you're naturally mystique, then be mystique. But if you're naturally fucking love engaging with people, engage with people. And by the way, like most humans, when you feel mystique, then be mystique. When you feel like engaging, engage. When you feel like you have to go in the dungeon and fucking create, then don't engage with people. But when you have fucking time, there's nothing more important than literally, there's a, if, for everybody's watching, if you Google the Ricky Henderson rule and my name, if you type in Ricky Henderson, I'm gonna do it right now actually, see if this is true. If you type in Ricky Henderson, Gary VEE, enter, perfect. The Ricky Henderson effect. Ricky Henderson winked at me. And I, I now, as I got older, realized he didn't. I was just sitting in the seventh row and my uncle got great tickets and like, yeah, yeah. I thought he winked at me. He was probably winking at some hot chick in the crowd. Um, and literally for the rest of my life, I bought Ricky Henderson stuff. Really? Like Ricky Henderson like from the A's? Ricky Henderson from the Yankees at my time. But yes, he's an A in my mind too. In 1985, I went to my first baseball game. My uncle got crazy seats. I was an immigrant kid. We didn't have stuff. I didn't go to games. Like this was crazy. Not only did I go to games, it was crazy seats. Ricky Henderson comes off the field. He looks in the audience. He winks. I decide and my mom decides and my uncle decides it was to me. And literally... I am bringing up that story right now. Think about this. I'm bringing up that story 35 years later. Right now, right now, 35 years later, me, lots of cool shit have happened in my life. Ricky Henderson winking at me. I want you to wink at people. Okay. All right. Well, we'll awesome. uh, also, I'm rocking the, um, I'm rocking the, uh, the I game. I love you for that. I love you for that. We'll talk soon, guys. Keep pushing. Also, oh yeah, real quick, last question. Uh, should the Jets trade Jamal, uh, Jamal Adams? You know, that's a really tricky question for me because the Jets are my heart and soul and like my true religion. And Jamal is a real friend and a hell of a ball player. I think that, I think that sports is business and I'm a businessman. And I think that we're getting to the point of no return, which concerns me. Um, and so, you know, the Jets, Jamal has Jamal's doing right now what's best for Jamal. Yeah. And he's putting pressure on a second contract. He's an NFL player. You know, he's it's early, you know, for him to be asking for that contract. Jets control him for four years with two franchise tags. Um, but I have a lot of empathy. I'm educated in that, you know, obviously I'm in the football business. Mm -hmm. We have a, we have 40 NFL players. We rep. I'm empathetic to both sides. I think both sides have to do what's right for them. This is what Jamal thinks is right for them. And if the Jets get an offer that is worthwhile and they don't want to pay a safety two years out from free agency. I would understand that too. He's a game changer though, man. That guy. As much as a safety can be a game changer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm empathetic. Listen, he's a fucking baller. Yeah. But as much as much as a safety in 2020 can. Yeah. He's not a quarterback. I get it. Listen, I will forever root for the name on the front, not the back. If Tom Brady, that piece of shit, became a Jet <laughs> this offseason, he'd be my favorite player. So. That's always who I'll be. All right, Gary. Sounds good, man. Thank right, you for being here. Stay well. Bye. Let's keep it rocking. Clay. Holy shit, Gary. What's up, bro? Things are good, bro. Thank you for being on. I never thought I'd be able to talk to you, but uh, here, because here's my one question. I'm 17. I'm a Bye. senior now. And you're, go you're going into your senior year? Yes. Yep. Yes. And and uh soon I'll be 18 and and I think I'm going to get kicked out. So here's my deal. <laughs> I want to do so much. I started pushing Instagram, I started pushing TikTok, I started pushing YouTube and and I've started to make like somewhat of a following, but here's my deal. I don't know if if uh, I should be getting a job out of high school or or should I keep pushing this and then should I start oh. flip life because... All three. If you're not going to go down the traditional path of like college and a job and in that world... School. Me too. 
if you're not gonna do that, the biggest problem that kids that are not going to college and they're like, Gary Vee, I'm like you, is like, I'm like, are you? Are you willing to work 18 hours a day? I'm willing, you know? man. Well, good. Well, then good news. If you are, and I can see the passion of like, let me phrase, I can definitely see the disdain for the school system. Now the question becomes, do you have the humility to get a job? Do you have the passion to do flip life and social media on the side while you eat dirt having a job paying you dick because you are a high school kid? I'm willing, man. If, Good. If and then if you're strategic, I think you get a job at Goodwill. You, you know, you get eight bucks an hour, but who gives a fuck because you're there as soon as the shit comes in and you buy up all the good shit, right? You get a $10 an hour job at a baseball card store and you learn the sports card thing. I don't know if you, listen, brother, I don't know if you've been paying attention to me, especially last week. Like I've been hot on it again because I had time to finally breathe. Like sports cards are fucking crazy. I've seen them, man. I've seen it. You like sports or Pokemon? If you don't, it's okay. I just need the answer. I, I'm not big into it, but I've attempted to sell my Pokemon cards in the past, but my dad was just so heavily on, you're, you're not going to sell that online. Like there's no sense. It's too expensive. Nobody's going to buy your shit. And so your dad's a no man. Yes, very much. Well, we gotta, so that's, well, yeah, we that's gotta why. Stick, he, we got we to gotta stick it to him. That's exactly why he won't let In a loving way. In a loving way. Well, listen, he's not gonna have control over you in a year. Mm -hmm. But you have to be a man and stand on your own feet if you're not gonna listen to your dad. So like, so like how do I start this whole thing if, if I don't have a car and like- You take on the bus. You find a friend who drives you. I didn't have a car in college and I found my friend Spanky. Yes, that's his name. And, <laughs> and oh no, I'm sorry. There was Spanky and Hanky, my friend Hank. If we can find my friend Hank who lived in Pennsylvania, I fucking, you know, like I, I like would do anything he wanted. I'm trying to think back to fucking 1995, but like he had a car and I had to go to Toys R Us and buy fucking starting lineups to flip on eBay. And I would do shit for him to have access to his car. Like, like I laugh when kids are like, but I don't have money. I don't have a car. I don't like, I'm like, figure it the fuck out if you're a tough guy and can do it. You know, like, I don't, you know, that like, you can't, don't be your dad and be, no. You don't have a car? Fucking find, get a girlfriend who does. Literally get a girlfriend for a fucking car. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's rugged a little bit, but like, I don't fucking know when you're in the dirt. You do dirt shit. Like, I laugh when people are like, oh, Gary, be easy for you. I'm like, fuck you, dick. Nothing was easy for me. I was in the dirt, fucking got myself out of the dirt, and I still fucking dirt play. I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning on fucking eBay buying Tim Hardaway 1990 Fleer rookie cards, 500 of them, at 80 cents a piece because I think it's going to be worth $4. I'm fucking dirt out here. I'm fucking at the top of my game, and I'm in the fucking dirt right now. I'm in the dirt. 2 in the morning, brother. Two in the morning, I bought 500 ungraded Tim Hardaway rookie cards for fucking 80 cents a piece with the hope that I'm right about basketball 90s and 2000s and it's gonna go to four bucks. Like, me. Yeah, bro. And Yeah, bro. So like, like you don't have a car? Figure it the fuck out. You have a friend? Make a friend. You have a girlfriend? Make a girlfriend, boyfriend. I don't know how you, like, do your shit. Figure it the fuck out. Right. And I your three three other ridiculous friends and get to the fucking shittiest apartment you can so you can get the fuck out of the house. No more no. Get three friends that are yes and fucking live around yes and get the fuck out of no. So so And ask for nothing. A lot of kids at 17 want to go on their own path, but then want mommy and daddy to do shit. So should I wait till I'm 18 and then get those three friends or should I figure something out now and then? Always now. Do you have friends? Yes, I do. Do some of them have cars? Yes. Good. Figure out which one is also into the hustle life or is open to the hustle him. life. Great. That's your fucking ticket. Yes. What's his name or her name? His, uh, uh, fuck, his name is Bradley. Right. So now it's about you like you hang up now and you're like, yo, Bradley, let's fucking go ham. I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna fucking work 15 hours a day learning everything that's worth money on the internet. You got a car, we're gonna drive to once fucking COVID or whatever the fuck you are. Like, 
We're gonna drive to fucking Toys R Us's. We're gonna drive to sports car stores. We're gonna drive to garage sales. We're gonna drive to fucking, and you're gonna learn. Yeah, bro. Here's here's something else. My friend and I wanted to uh, do this uh, alternative energy business when we get out of high school. But the thing is, is that I might have to go to college for that. And, and I'm not so go, so go smart on tests and I don't know. So don't do the energy business. So listen, so, me and my friend wanted to be the fucking quarterback of the New York Jets. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're not good at school and you're not good at testing, like fuck the bro, are you passionate about the energy business or did you hear people make money in the energy business? At one point Tell me the truth. Man, man, just to be honest, I just want to make my own living doing what I want to do. Do you want to fucking trade energy, Dick? No. You chased it because you probably heard from one person or read some shit or your friend said like you can make some money trading energy. You don't give a fuck about energy, Clay. Man, all I want to do is just do what makes me happy. I don't so really does, give a shit does, about does energy. Does trading, dude, stick with me here. Does selling fucking energy make you happy? I haven't done it, so no, not right now. Good. So let's take a step back. There's a million ways to make money. I'm about to make more money selling sports cards than everything I do. I'm starting, like, in the last week, I'm like, I just might fucking retire and just flip sports cards for the rest of my life. Right. Not retire, because fuck that bullshit, but I mean, like, retire from what I'm doing and convert. Just, I mean, I went from wine to this shit. I might just go to sports cards. I think sports cards mm -hmm. are generations art. I think it's forever until I die. It's gonna go, it'll go up and down, economy goes down, it'll go down, but not the fucking classics. So that's what I'm thinking about. It's definitely gonna be a major side thing. So like, what the fuck do you like? I see your fucking fresh hoodie. Do you love fashion? I like fitness, man. I love lifting weights. I love doing cardio. I love listening well, to then, music. I love playing video games. Let's go, that's a lot. So let's like, right away, you need to learn how to flip video games and fucking, like if you, like, you should definitely learn how to make money. Buying and selling is a trait that's fucking unbelievable. Or- I've heard you, it. And uh, I would, I've if I'm it. you, if I'm you, I'm doing fitness content on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram That's as one I thing. Right Beautiful. And two, fucking learn how to buy and sell shit. I've so, been wanting to. No, no. Wanting, Clay, wanting is bullshit. Wanting is excuses. Clay, wanting's for fucking losers. I've been watching your uh, flip life things, but but the whole so, thing is 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 the car and I, I could No, the cars. Yeah. You, you're cause you're, cause this is where you got to break away from your dad's thing. Your dad says, no, you're saying no. I fucking figured out your car thing in two fucking seconds. It's fucking Bradley, bro. And, and, uh, here's something else. I talked to my uncle last night because me and my dad got into it last night. He has issues and really bad. And my uncle said that it would be, illegal if I moved out right now and I would just mess up my life, but I want to get illegal. Yeah. What do you mean illegal? Because I'm not 17 or something. Or your I'm uncle's not full 18. of shit. Your, your uncle's full of shit. I love my uncle and I just- I love your uncle too. I love your uncle too. I fucking love your uncle. I'm sure he's telling you that because he loves you and just thinks you're too young to go. We got kids being sent to fucking countries to fight wars at your age. I'm not worried about you moving the fuck out. Yeah. Kids getting shot up before they're 18, but it, so here's here's something else I'll I'll ask you. Could you follow my uh, my yes. social down there so then you can yes. see everybody it and, will and, and, follow you. I'll follow you, but Clay, listen to me. You're a really nice kid. Listen to me. You gotta do. I've been following you for like three or four years, man, and I never I thought I'd get to talk to you. Listen to me. I appreciate that, but we need to level it up one stop side. You have to, have to, have to do. No more thinking. And if you're struggling with pops, moving out is an option. Maybe it's not. Maybe you wait a year. You know, people get mad. They're like, this fucking Gary Vee is telling this kid to move out. Like, that's easy for people that have good situations. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe maybe it's right, maybe it's not. But I can tell you this, whenever you jump, whether that's tonight 
or whether it's a year from now, you have to do. Right. You can't think. You can't watch. If you watch one more of my garage sale videos without going to a garage sale, you're fucking losing. I'm not here trying to entertain you. I'm not here trying to inspire you to go do and do it for you. I don't want you to buy my shit. I want you to sell your shit. I'm going to do my best because I've seen it at Goodwill. Like I've, I've seen a shirt that they're selling for $5 go for 45 online because I got the eBay app and I was doing what you were doing. Did you buy the $5 shirt? No, I didn't because I told my dad and he said it was stupid. No, like bro, bro, ship bro, bro, I love your dad. I'm sure he's got his own situation. Listen to me. You can't listen to your dad. I'm trying not to, but then all that does is just make fights and arguments when I try and do buy my the, own. Buy your fucking shirt. Buy the shirt. What, your dad's not right. Your, I, don't, I don't think, is your dad going to kick you out of the house for buying the shirt and posting a fucking Poshmark? I don't know. I've never, I've never attempted it. I, I've seen a $20 pair of shoes at Goodwill sell for 150 online, and I should have bought those bitches and sold them. And you didn't because you were worried about your dad? No, because I actually need the pair of shoes. What are you talking about? If you sold the shoes, you could have bought that shoes back and had 130 in fucking profit. Right. See that? See that's Listen, the you DM me. We got a lot of work to do here, brother, but you can get there, Clay. You can, but right now you're in a no scared, fearful mindset. We need to get you the fuck out. Yeah, we do, man. All right. You send me a DM. I'll look for you. All right. See ya. Thank you so much for your time, Gary. You're welcome, Clay. Have a good day. Oh, all right, bro. You too. Let's keep it moving. Harrison. Yo, Gary, what's up? What's up, brother? How, How you are doing? you? Good. Good, good, good. All right. So my question is, I'm 15, and my question is, um, will I look back at all the time I spent on social media and sort of regret all the time I put into it? I'm sorry, brother. Oh, it shocked um, me. I, my question. My question was: yep. Is um, will I look back at all the time I spent on social media and regret everything I did? Why? I mean, I don't know because I spent so much time like creating content, posting, and trying to build build it up because that's something I want to do in the future, like with business and social marketing and stuff like that. Are you worried you're going to regret that? Yeah, I doubt it. You can't you. I see what's happening. You, like millions of others, worry about the thing that you want to happen happening, and if it doesn't happen, then you'll regret it instead of living like me, which is you do what the fuck you want to do, and if it works out, awesome, but if it doesn't, awesome, because you did what the fuck you wanted to do. Right. You're, you're looking for the prize instead of the process. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. You wanna, you wanna live in a hype house and make a million a year fucking rocking like cool hair product because your hair is epic. And <laughs> what I wanted to do was just go to flea markets and find strawberry shortcakes and flip them. And if that worked, good. But if it didn't, I would never regret it because mm -hmm. it's what I wanted to do. How can you regret something you wanted to do? Easy. Yeah, I, I love if you expect If you expect something to happen that doesn't happen, that's how you get fucked. Don't expect and just love it for what it is and then see where it plays out. All right. What do you, what do what you, were, what were you, what were you going to do with your time anyway? Yeah, that's exactly what I fight in my head. Nothing. So who gives a fuck? You're going to fucking like play video games, jerk off, hang out with your friends. Like you're going to do dumb shit anyway. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Yeah. So and I love doing it. And... The end, bro. Right. The fucking end. How the fuck are you going to regret something you love? Yeah. Only if you have expectations on some 1% shit that doesn't work out and then you beat yourself up for something that's some 1% shit. Mm -hmm. Got it? Yeah. And what, what, what content would you post at my age and like where I'm Whatever at? the fuck I want. I mean, listen, I wish I was your age and had like back mm -hmm. in the day we had this, like my shit would have been flea markets and video games and like probably some dorky love letters to some girls in high school. Who the fuck knows? Whatever the fuck's on your mind. All right, all right, thanks. Um, you can't regret something you love. You can only be disappointed some weird ambition you had didn't play out. Just, just do it for the fucking process. Don't do it for the prizes and your life will be so much better. Mm -hmm. What are some ways that 
I could use to engage with my audience and kind of build it up. Do you reply to every single DM and, and comment you get? I reply to every single positive comment on my TikTok. Um, so I, I just think it's more content then. Okay. How much, how much are you posting per day? Uh, it depends. It can be like five to 20 times a day. Wow. So you're crushing that. So I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, TikTok is it's going, it's insane right now. I'm, I'm loving it. Just keep tripling down duets, replying to things, mm -hmm. being on trends, okay. you know, emailing people and seeing if they want to collab. Just okay. you're rolling. Don't, don't put some sort of, I'm going to be a full-time influencer thing on a pedestal. Just keep your head down and process. All right. All right, thank you. I'm telling you, man. I, I never thought like I was going to be some famous businessman. They're, they didn't, they didn't exist. They were mm -hmm. dorks. I didn't want to be Bill Gates. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, and then it kind of worked out. Do you understand? Yeah, I know what you mean. What's your TikTok handle? Uh, Harrison T. James. Same thing as my Instagram. Harrison T. James. There it is. All right, brother. Good luck. All right. Thank you so much. Stay well. I'm ready. Hello. I'm, How, oh gosh, I won't believe how nervous I am right now. <laughs> how are you? Okay. What's your name? I'm, um, I'm Chiara. My name is Chiara. I'm from South Africa. Very um, nice. What, what part started, of South Africa? Uh, Durban. Very nice. It's so nice to meet you, Chiara. Go ahead. I first saw you on uh, Draw with Jazza on a yeah. video about how to turn your art into a business. And I actually didn't have a very good first impression of you. I mean, you picked up a piece of paper and you drew a face and you were like, this is art. Anybody can make art. <laughs> and I was like, then I checked your YouTube channel and now I'm hooked. I mean, my family's tired of hearing Gary V this, Gary V that. But my mom is successfully, she's hooked. She calls you Uncle V. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, tell her I said hello. Okay, so I'm an artist and self-published author. Um, I, I like writing. I'm obsessed with anything creative, like anything I can use to transfer my imagination and, and share it. I'm just obsessed with any form of storytelling. So, and at the same time, I'm also doing a computer science degree. So like, have you watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there's a scene there where the main character uh, faces his biggest fear, which is having to work in an office. And that's basically <laughs> my, that's basically me. I'm, I, I used to feel like my degree is a ticking time bomb and after I complete the degree, I'll, be, I'll have no choice but to be thrown into a boring office job that I just won't enjoy. But then, then I learned that I could turn my art into a business. Like I learned from you and from Jazza that I could actually make a living making art and selling my, my, my art and my novels and everything. So that's what I've been doing. I followed all your advice. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I make content daily. I'm on Instagram. I started a, a community on Instagram, everything. And um, coming to my question now, a uh, couple of episodes ago on Tea with Gary Vee, you mentioned that you suggest documenting for people who can't create. So my question is, what's the difference and how do I know which one is for me? How do I well, know whether you're, you're, I document? Yeah, I mean, look, you could do both because you have the talent and the passion for creating, right? Even the way you asked the question articulated yourself, you know, you could, you're, you've just got a level of charisma and strength that's super obvious to me. And so for you, you know, there's a very small percentage of us that are actually great at creating. It's actually a talent and it's hard. So the reason that piece of content resonated with so many people when I said document, don't create, was it opened up the ability for many people to make content and not feel the pressure of being creative. They're just filming themselves, reality documentary style. And so I think you can do both because you've got the harder part naturally as a God-given gift. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I get a lot of uh, feedback from people I know mostly. But right now I'm trying to grow my audience to something to bigger so I know whether I'm actually good enough to create. You know what I'm saying? Well, yes, I do. Remember this, I was making videos for three, four, five years before anybody cared. 
at a very small community. You know, just remember that you're very early in the process. You know, the biggest challenge for kids is the way the brain works with time. When you're 17, five years seems incredible because it's almost, you know, it's a little less than a third of your life. You know, but in the reality, five years is no time at all. And so you need to realize that you need to be doing this for five years before you decide if anything's happening. And most people give up after five minutes, not five years. I'm definitely in this for the long run. I started my channel in 2018. I I only found you in the beginning of this year, though. I just turned 19 on Sunday, though. Happy birthday. Listen to me. And, um, Listen to me. You don't have to be relegated to an office job because as long as your passion is high and your humility is even higher, you can always live very humbly and do what you love. The only reason to get an office job is to be unhappy and buy things that don't make you happy. The world was tricked into the size of their home and the size of their car and the, and the fanciness of their vacations. If you're part of the next generation that focuses on happiness, not wealth, you'll be able to do what you love your whole life. You just might live in a humble place. You might have humble transportation because you chose happiness and unfortunately the commercial success of that happiness is not as great as you'd like it to be or like many, and I mean millions, over time, you'll get both. And that excites me. That excites me too. And do you suggest using the analytics and insights to like get more engagement? Yes, I do. But, but what's great about making volume is sometimes you just come from an artistic place and sometimes you can come from an analytical place. Too many people just choose one and I always say, do both because when you're putting out so much content, you can do both. Okay, okay. Uh, also, uh, it would be amazing if you could uh, visit my university campus after in uh, after this whole Corona thing is over. If you could visit my university campus, there's a lot of people here who would benefit from a, a speech from you. Well, listen. Being asked in such a sweet way always wants me to say yes. So why don't you talk to Dustin and get us the information? I've been planning a trip to okay. South Africa anyway, and maybe I could swing by if, if how far are you from Johannesburg? Uh, about six hours away. A six <laughs> no hour problem. drive away. No problem. Okay. Easy little drive. You and D-Rock in the back. All right. I wish you well. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Thank Wait, you. Wait, one last thing. One last thing. Sure. One last thing. One yep. last thing. Uh, can you follow me on Instagram? 100%. What's your, uh, what's your handle? It's uh, Chiara K.S. Maraj. K.S. Maraj. K yep, K.S. and then your last name. Yeah. K.S. Excuse me. K.D. K.S. All right, you have 560 followers. Oh my God, you're very good. You're very good. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Really, this is amazing. This is fantastic. I'm gonna Thank send you. you very much. I'm, I'm gonna have Dustin DM you a sports card. Dustin, hit up little Lou. I'm gonna have you draw me a sports card, replica of a sports card, and I'm gonna post it to get you even okay. more followers that don't watch Tea with Gary Vee. All right, look, you're up to six hundred. Okay, okay. Now you're up to 616 followers because everybody's watching is following you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you very much. I love to paint the sports card for you. 674. <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. 715. I'm shaking right now. <laughs> this is good luck, 777. Good luck. No. Thank you very much. You have no idea. I'd love to do a painting for you. Look at this. This is unbelievable. You are really talented. No way. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you like it. I mean, it's everyone's going to like it. The whole world's going to like it. You're very good. You have a real talent. It makes me so happy. No idea. Really talented. Okay. Well, it makes me happy. Before you leave here, let's see. Yep, that's what I thought. 
You're now, you just doubled your followers. Oh my God, thank you so much, Gary. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. What a super fucking talented soul. What a sweet girl. Fucking love this show. Let's keep going. Hello, Gary. What's good, bro? How are you? Idris, is that Idris, how you pronounce it? Idris. Idris. Such a pleasure. Yeah. Um, Where are you I from? I'm, I'm overwhelmed, man. I'm overwhelmed. Thank you, my friend. Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from Uganda. Um, I'm living in South Africa, Johannesburg. And I'm just excited the fact that you're coming down here, bro. Like, it's everything I'm working that I've on ever it. wished for. I've been talking to my homie Black Coffee for a long time. And so we're going to make it happen. Wow. That's my guy. Jeez. I mean, I mean, like, Jobeg is now, right now, Jobeg is happy because, like, you're the big deal. You're, oh, you're you. like, you're everything for the new generation. Thank um, you so much. I just want to let you know that, you know, this means a lot to me. I mean, I support Liverpool and you and Oprah are one of the people that I've always wanted to meet. And I mean, this is an opportunity, like, it's, it's very big for me. Like, I'm even out Thank of words. Thank you. Um, so my story is not different from any other African child, you know. Uh, I grew up in Uganda and I finished my varsity. Uh, but the same story, like, I was good in art. But, uh, you know, like... Me growing up, I had to choose whether to stay on art or to go with education and do what, you know, your parents would wish you to do. So I chose, I finished my varsity, but I couldn't get a job. You know, like most of people, you finished school, can't find a job. The same story. So I didn't have to wait to, like, get a job. I had to find a way of how to should hustle and, you know, get some money in my bag and do what I really wanted. So I had to go down uh, in South Africa to live with my family. And going... Coming over this side, it's the same story. There's no jobs. You know, it's all about trying to uh, hustle out to find a job. So I had to do what you usually preach out, is do something that you can. So I had to just find a job at a restaurant and, you know, uh, trying to put some money in my, in my pockets, you know, and find a way of creating what I wanted. So in my head, all I wanted was to have a company and, you know, do business, you know, on my own. But I didn't have the source. So all I had to do was, you know, just to go um, get a job, a small job at the restaurant, keep some money, you know, in my pockets and start something that I wanted. By that time, I didn't have any idea of what really I wanted. But all I wanted I was to, yeah, well, all I wanted was like, let me just get, look, do something that makes me happy. Then I was introduced to digital marketing because the job that I was doing at that time, you know, like you usually say all the time, people just look at you and they don't know what's on your head. There were only everyone was smiling at you, thinking maybe you're a loser. You know, you don't have a way to go. So it really pushed me to use my night time to go back. Already I had a degree, but I felt like you know my degree was not actually helping me at the moment. Cause Very I just to, yeah, because I just wanted to go back and you know start from the scratch using this job because the only opportunity that I had at the moment was my bread. And how do I use that opportunity to create something that I wanted, you know? So from the restaurant, I had to go to Google and go to YouTube to know how, you know, to start up, you know, um, I get it. website. Yep. So I had to, to learn the website and all that stuff. And I introduced myself to digital marketing. And from there, in doing my digital marketing, you know, I started, you know, learning how to create the Facebook pages, the, the Facebook marketing you know, and other tutorials that I got from Facebook, uh, from, from YouTube. So I started to engage with people on Facebook to help them. And people that I met, actually, as I was doing uh, my restaurant work, you know, I had to tell people that I can do I got website. it. Yeah. I got it. So from there, my so what can I help is, with? Yeah, my question is, um, I'm, I'm in digital marketing, and also I really like uh, fitness. So how do I try to expand and do my own digital media company. Content. Yeah. You have to make content on LinkedIn and Facebook talking about yourself and your abilities. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I tried it. I tried it. Uh, I no, no, no. I, no, 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 mm -hmm. no. Tried it. Okay. You know, you're so, if you tried from the day you were born to right now, because you're so young and you did it every day, you didn't put enough time in. All right.
right. so many kids, you, you, yeah, this, this is what fucks kids up. Trying it and not seeing results. Do me a huge favor here. I really need this from you. Yeah. Um, tell me the truth. How okay. long did you try? For how many days, weeks, months? Tell me the truth. How long did you try making a lot of content every day for LinkedIn, Facebook, every day about you and your marketing abilities? How long did you try it? I know the number's very low, so don't be embarrassed, but tell me the actual number. Uh, you're right. You're right. I usually. Oh, I know I'm right. Yeah, my posting is very, very low because most of the time I'm How actually long? trying to do. How long? I know because you're doing other stuff. Yeah. Restaurant, yeah. take doing the stuff for the other people that are giving you a chance for free or working. How much, how long did you, for you, post content about you, which led to people coming to you? Uh, I'm done now with doing restaurant. I'm actually doing my own freelancing. So but most of the time I spend it doing some work for the clients. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. How, now, I understand. I have VaynerMedia, right? And when we started it, I was doing work for clients, but I was also doing my work. As a matter of fact, at one point Vayner got so busy, which is why when you go to YouTube and search my name with every year, the one opening where you don't see a lot is 2012 and 13, because I was so head down to put, you know, I from 06 to 13, I made content, but in 12, 12, I'm sorry, to 12, 12 and 13, you can't find a lot of content for me because I was so head down building Vayner. I needed to build the, the, the legs of the chair. You know what I mean? Everybody sees this. Everybody sees this part. But what I focus on is this shit. And so I understand that. But I want the answer to my question. How many pieces of content did you put out about you and what you're good at and what you love and who you are and why they should talk to you on LinkedIn and Facebook? On LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. How how much? How much time? How long? How many weeks? I post years, days. Once, once in a while. I usually do my stories every day. But I not stories. No, main in, posts. In, in, in my, how in my much? main post, it takes it takes like once in a week. Could be once in a week. That's some totally unacceptable shit. I know, I know, I know you're gonna kill me for that. I know you. I can just not kill. I'm gonna fucking destroy you for that. I knew that. I knew that. And I don't know. That's I don't it. Know. Well, I know. I you asked me a fucking question on this fucking show, and I'm giving you the fucking answer. I know. Fucking make content every day. A lot of it. Document. Fucking film from your camera as you're working, and every good thing you come up with, talk to yourself. Fucking post-production, cut it and share it with the fucking world. Your secrets, too many people that are single practitioners think if they share their ideas, somebody's gonna steal it and nobody's gonna pay them anymore. I promise you, my man, you don't know anything that the world doesn't know. It's all free on YouTube and right. fucking social. I know I'm right, I know I'm right. So that's the fucking, let's fucking go. Make content. I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. Okay, my next question, my, I take it no, for no, everyone. No, 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 no. You get to ask your next question, but one more time. That's the fucking answer, my guy. All right, go ahead. Okay, my next question, I take it for a lot of people, my friends that are in the MLM and the flip networking. So I wanna know, MLM versus flip networking, what's your take about it? I'm not a big fan of, of MLM. Yeah, but the reason why I'm asking it is you coming to your hands back. And I promise you, 60% or 70% of people that are following you on YouTube here in South Africa, they're doing MLM. That's and okay. First of all, first of all, I don't get to decide if MLM is good or not. I'm just, okay. I'm just one man. Yeah. I don't yeah. like the structure of how it actually plays out and where the money goes, but that's one man's opinion. Um, You're right. And so it, you know, I don't think, I don't think my success enables me to be right about anything, but I'm also very comfortable in sharing my opinions and so I'm not a fan. Yeah, you know, the reason why I'm asking is actually is to help, you know, because a lot, a lot of the young lads, they're looking for opportunities. I've they're looking for quick, no, no. They're looking for quick money. But 90%, that's the thing that 90, they don't because they're young, they're young, and they would love to get any, like, like good information or opinions from a person like you. You know, they'd like to know, because when I look at flip networking, I would literally do flip networking. I feel like all the people that are actually successful entrepreneurs, they're doing flip networking. They're doing flip networking in um, uh, in real estate, 
people that are selling cars, people that are selling everything, they're flipping stuff. You know, you, you, yes, you get that's to buy different. something. That's different than I'm just gonna sell you a lifestyle of passive income. You just need to get these people to work and you're higher up the tree. Who gives a fuck about the product? That's an afterthought. That is 90% of what I've seen. And so I'm just not a fan of it. If I'm a single mom, if I'm a single mom, I'm a high school student and maybe I'm a college dropout, what would you choose for me? Like MLM versus flip networking? Flipping. I want to make sure I understand flip networking because the term you're using, what do you mean by that? Because I want to make sure we're on okay, the same Okay, flip page. networking could be the same as flip. Like, you know, like okay, yeah. things maybe. Yeah, that on one. eBay. That right. one. What people don't understand, the majority of people don't understand is <laughs> learning how to buy something and selling something. Even if you make a dollar, the skill of learning how to find, market, ship, the skill of that, learning the skill of like that hard work is such a foundational, foundational skill. Yeah, because you know, here in South Africa, that I really, really want you to come here because this is gonna be a very big deal for Africa as a continent. Because we are living in a situation where we have um, low uh, employment level, you know, and you find that, you know, if someone can learn the skill of flipping, they can be able to make some, you know, an extra income yeah. inside. Yeah. So yeah. most people, they are resorting to MLMs because they feel that that's the only way they can make an extra income. Yeah. Like I get it. Your sister to buy I, something, I, I get buy it. Something. I, I, I mean, people sell drugs for that reason. People steal for that reason. People, people sell junk bonds. People start market. Like people's need for money is something I understand. I think how you make your money versus how much you make is very important. You're right, you're right. Okay, my last question. Awesome, is, you know what, I'm, go ahead, go fast and then we'll cut them off this okay. and go to the next one, like on talk radio, go ahead. Okay, I mean like if you're a female in Africa, I would say, how would you like, I just wanted to put yourself in a picture of being a female. You know, how do you use this situation? Because the pandemic of the coronavirus has really made, you know, some mess up to people. You know, how do you actually like use their online platforms to get out of the situation right now? Like, you know, you whether are just whether you're, whether you're, whether you're, whether you're female, whether you're a male, whether you're black, whether you're white, the internet doesn't yeah. give a shit. Okay. That's the best part of the internet. When you sign on and I sign on, the internet doesn't see a black man and a white man. That's the best part of the internet. It's the best. I get you, man. I get you, man. That's why I love it so much because I love people so much and it's the gate, you know, people blame it for so much, but there's so much opportunity. And so for all the women in South Africa, you know, tap into your passions. By the way, we just had a woman from South Africa right before yeah, yeah, you were young girl, yeah, Amazing, yeah, yeah. yes. So it's all the same shit. Figure out who you are, put in the hard work, be patient, look for happiness, not money, you know, and away you go. Thank you very I much. I believe Gary. in that. I'll ask for a follow up on Instagram, please. I will, yes, I will do that right now. Got it. Thank you very much, Gary. You're Wish welcome, my friend. Best. You, you too, my friend. number one. Thank you, brother. You're number one. I really appreciate you. Hold on. I want to make sure I get this. I am. Are you? Do you have a? Aha! Uh -huh, underscore. You caught me with yep. the underscore. Dude, you're fucking jacked. Dude, you really? got real fucking. You got real abs, bro. Wow! Wow! That's, wow! That's awesome, that's you? man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's me. First of all, your food content's incredible. I love fitness. Bro, you're fucking jacked. Dude, take off I your shirt. Fitness. Take off your shirt. <laughs> right it's now, I'm serious. I don't give a fuck. Do it right now. I don't give a fuck. Take it off. Let's give the fans something. You're fucking diesel, bro. Well, you go. Do it, bro. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Show these people. I, I want you to motivate me. Look at this dude. <laughs> you got, I want to. Let's go, off. bro. Let's go. Show them. Show them, bro. Let's fucking go. Good hard work, bro. The same. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah. The same work you put into creating that body. That's what you okay. have to do on making content to build your name. You understand? I do, bro. The discipline and the actual work that you put in. That's the fucking game. Do you understand? 
All right, all right. You understand? You figured it out for fitness. That's what you have to do in work. Not give up after a week. You know how people hit you up and they're like, ah, I give up. You're like, no, no, no. Every day for the rest of your life. Not fucking one week. That. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I Shout got you, my man. Jeff, Dustin, and all the other guys in the team. You got it. I followed you, bro. You're about to get a lot of followers, I feel. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Peace, Good buddy. Good shit. Peace, my man. Good food content. Dustin. Yes, sir. This is a fucking, this is a, this is a real show. I mean, this, you know, this is what happens if you let me build up a ton of energy. I just come out <laughs> fucking taking people's shirts off, fucking changing people's lives. Like, we're making real shit happen out here. Yeah. Dustin, I'm getting into Pokemon. How can uh, other people do that? <laughs> Buy Pokemon cards. Not super hard. I have a box of them, but I just don't even know what's good. I guess I have to do some research on it. I'm not going to do it a lot. I'm just going to go to super premium first edition stuff just to have a little because it's so obvious it's going to be humongous. I'm not passionate enough about it, which is why I'm focused on sports, but it's super obvious to me where those cards are going. Yeah. Have I you mean, bought, Dustin, have you bought any card? Like, admit that you feel like a complete dick face because you watched it in your own fucking face the last 18 months. You've heard it nothing from me every day. You yeah. sit around Lou and Tyler and Andy. You've heard it, you've heard it, you've heard it. And yet you've done dick shit about it. Correct. <laughs> but you, you, you were like, right there. You were right there when we were buying Luca for $40. Now it's 700. Yeah. I mean, I was right. I was about to right before the pandemic happened. And then I was like, I don't know if I should be using my money right now. Or I should hold on Here. to it. Yeah. I mean, it is, but. Bro, if you lost your money in sports cards, you would have called me and be like, I lost my money in sports cards. I would be like, come live with me because I feel like a dick because I'm the one that lost it for you. You have no fucking loss. Okay. <laughs> Noted. All right, real quick. Wine text today. For everybody who has not signed up that's into wine, today is fucking nuts. Nuts. We're selling a $130, 96-point Robert Parker Cabernet for $69. It is that's a lot of money for a bottle of wine, but if you're into wine, if you have a birthday, if your mom or dad have a birthday, if you have an anniversary, or if you want one nice bottle of wine for your uh, for your house for like Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah or whatever, however you roll, today's the most significant wine we've sent in the one year history. We also have a $17 wine that got 97 points from Decanter coming in a week or two. So that's on the other side of the spectrum. But if you haven't signed up for wine text, actually in the comments, can everybody leave a comment right now if, they're, if they've been using wine text? Twitch, big shout out to you, Facebook. Can everybody put winetext.com, enter to help people have the link? And can they also let people know what their experiences have been on wine text? It's completely exploded. One of the reasons that I've been MIA is I'm helping my dad, this is my dad's business, and I'm helping him grow wine text and it was exploding so much, we needed infrastructure. Infrastructure, and so I had really like helped brand and my dad, like I've been super head down, it's super dope. It's only in the US, there are a lot of states we can't ship to, no Illinois, no Texas, I apologize. But like a lot of states we can, and if you're into wine, I highly, highly recommend. And if you've signed up, nice spans, um, you know, I see a lot of people like I'm in Texas, Illinois. If you have relatives, ship it to them and they can ship it to you. Just from a person, you can do that. Um, <laughs> the biggest downside is the deals are too good and you need self-control. It's true. It's true, William. Um, Juliet, yes, it's true. But like, it, please sign Oh, I want to do a sports card only tea with Gary Vee late this week or next week. So if you have a sports card question, go to Twitter right now. And use the hashtag sports cards T. Look at man, that's bad. Sports cards GB. Put up the hashtag right now, Dustin. I want to do a, a wine text only, excuse me, a T with Gary V only on sports cards questions. Um, and I want to do that this week. I'm super hard up, core on it right now. Um, yeah, so don't miss wine text um, today. Definitely start paying attention to sports cards, it's getting crazy. Ooh, thank you so much for signing up right now. Um, Dustin, show everybody who's signed up for Wine Text right now, even as I'm about to sign off right now. We are back tomorrow. Let me see. I'm on tomorrow, right? I'm trying to go back hardcore, so let's see. Tomorrow. Tea with Gary B, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Thursday. Tea with Gary B, 9 a.m. Friday. 
Tea with Gary V. 9 a.m. the rest of the week. Um, let's go. Uh, get your RSVPs up. Get your friends on. Uh, I'm, let's go, Scott Veronica. Thank you for signing up. It is this, if you buy wine and you are not signed, if you buy wine, if you buy wine, if you buy wine and you are not signed up for winetext.com, that is the biggest diss of all time. All my content free. You're saving so much money on wine text. Like you're just saving money. So you yourself will save money on better wine. You'd be doing me a favor because you're helping my dad. And you're consuming unlimited content for free and you can't sign up. Now don't sign up if you don't buy wine because it costs money to send a text. So if you're not a buyer, do not sign up. If you just signed up to be nice, unsubscribe, hit stop right now because you know, I only want, you know, cost money to send texts, so there's no reason. Um, anyway, uh, I really love you guys, I really do. And if you don't sign up because you live in Illinois and Texas, but you can put it on LinkedIn or your Facebook group or your Facebook right now, sign up for Wine Text, it's a great service. That would mean a lot to me. Uh, and uh, and uh, I love you guys, and I can't wait for tomorrow. This was a fucking epic sh show, like shirts came off, Lives are changed. We met future great artists, young kids. Clay got some good stuff. Big time show. Please go on Twitter right now. Please go on Twitter right now and give me a full detailed response to today's show. All right, episode's over. Like I said in the beginning, please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is five closest people. By Mattattack89. It's said that you're the average of the five people closest to you. I make sure Gary V is one of those five by listening to this podcast. Thanks, Gary. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.